This is the week of August 28th through September 3rd. The full moon is in Pisces, Venus is going direct in Leo, and Uranus is retrograde in Taurus. The full moon in Pisces brings about a powerful opportunity for you to release any guilt, shame, regret, or blame, while Venus direct in Leo continues the push for you to open your heart, and Uranus retrograde in Taurus incites a revolution of your values. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. What is happening, Scott? What is up, Ingrid? How are you? Not good. No? Oh my god. I'm not sure what kind of chaos is happening, but I am short-circuiting over here. That's for sure. Okay. Short-circuiting. I signed up for this whole series of dance classes. I, like, stayed up late working one night. I had physical therapy, mental health therapy. I took a nap. Well, I set my alarm. I don't know if I turned it off or I turned my ringer off. I don't know what happened. I slept in 15 minutes past when the class started. Mm. And so I ran out of the house in a panic. I'm like, well, it's it's like a two hour class. I can probably Mm. make part of the class. Halfway across LA, I'm like, I think you actually can't be late. So I like look and then trying to look on my phone while I'm driving. And it's like, yeah, if you're 20 minutes late, you can't come because mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. didn't warm up. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I will just go to work because I don't, I'm so, I was just so upset. I'm like, I'm going to go to In-N-Out to fix this. Mm-hmm. I get to In-N-Out. I wait in In-N-Out line. If anyone doesn't know, the In-N-Out line is long as fuck. <laughs> I get to the fucking pay window. I had fraud on my card, so my debit card was canceled. Oh my God. Which is also connected to my Apple Pay. So like, oh, do you have Apple Pay? And I was like, oh my God, yes, I do. Nope, that's also canceled. So then I go to work and I end up eating chicken fingers, not chicken tenders, because those were disgusting. So I didn't want to have those again. I got mozzarella sticks. That's safe. (laughs) No, no, it's not safe. They don't have marinara. How are you supposed to eat them? That's so gross. And they were so <laughs> nasty. Oh my God. I wanted to cry. I was so upset. I'm like, this oh. is not a good day. Then mm. one of the girls was like, you have to eat. Just eat them. Like, just eat them. So I'm like chewing them like a baby. Like, I'm like chewing them with my mouth half open, like trying not to cry. I'm just like so hungry and pissed off. Oh my God, Ingrid. I'm like forcing Jesus. myself to eat these. I have one left. I'm like, I can't eat it. And this girl is like laughing at me, coaching me to eat these gross ass mozzarella sticks they're not even hot she has one bite of this mozzarella stick she's like this is disgusting what's wrong with them 
Wow. So I guess there's something worse than strip club chicken yeah. tenders and that strip club mozzarella sticks is worse. And then than- it was also, I was like, you know, the, since I can't have food to make up for it, money will. Nope. Least money I've ever made. Hmm. So yesterday was a wash. So hopefully today. <sighs> mm, that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And wow. I think my brain is just not. Obviously, I needed rest. Obviously, I stayed mm-hmm. up too late. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I need a break. I'm ready for a break. And I don't. I'm not allowed to have one yet. And I feel like my like my free time where I have some time, like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm actually getting anything accomplished because i just feel overwhelmed so i don't know Mm. today might be the day to like do a refresh of my house and my brain Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, a little revamp because i need to get it together i feel like i was doing so well Mm. and what happened where did it go wrong you were doing so well and then what shifted what was the the moment I mean, staying up too late working. I I -hmm. hurt my knee on Saturday, so I didn't work Saturday. So then I was like, oh, I'll work Monday, and then I'll stay extra late. And then I shouldn't have stayed late because I had stuff to do the next day, and it was a really big day. Mm -hmm. Just balancing work and nurturing myself with and going to my appointments. And it's just hard to do all the things. Yeah. I just shouldn't yeah. have worked late. Like I didn't make enough money. So I was like, I'll just stay. Mm-hmm. And it kind of derailed my whole next day. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to go back in time, you would go home earlier. Oh, it's so hard to say because I ended up making money at the end and I needed the money. It's okay. a really toss up. But I really like I, maybe I would have just not. Maybe I just would have went home because I really sad that I missed that class. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if it was worth the money. Yeah, yeah, because you paid for the class. So you well, basically I made a lot made, more money than the class. But... You made a lot more money than the class. Okay, good. <laughs> Which my friend was like, but you made up for it. Like, it's worth it. And I'm like, was it, though? Because I really wanted to go, you know? Okay, well, yeah. You know, the, the class, there'll be other classes. I mean, yeah. it's disappointing, of course. Yeah, you're right. It sucks. I mean... I totally relate to you. I mean, if I had signed up for something and then totally overslept, I'd be so angry at myself. Yeah. but That's like one of the most mad I've ever been at myself. I was just like, I can't believe this happened. I was so, like looking forward to it. And it was just something that I was doing that was like good for myself. So I mm-hmm. guess not trying not to dwell on it because I can't go back and fix it. Just yeah. need to like get more organized so it doesn't happen again. Yes. You know, this is, you know, with planets in Virgo, it's about organization. Efficiency is what we talked about last week. You know, I'm like, last time I like was so on it. And then it's just hard to always be in alignment with what's happening. I'm like, I would have loved to be more organized, but I just didn't have it in me. And it was like the worst. It was like the culminate, like, the first time I went, I was like, oh, it felt a little too chaotic before. So the next time I went, I was like, I'm super organized. And then I had the plan mm-hmm. to do all the things. I'm like, I'm going to make lunch. I'm going to bring a snack. I'm going to be there early. And instead, I just drove all over LA in a panic, trying not to cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And I was literally thinking about you and being like, okay, like I'm supposed to be like compassionate to myself. And I was just mm -hmm. like, I'm so pissed though. Like, I don't know how mm. you're supposed to be compassionate when you like are so, I was just so disappointed. I know. I know. But yeah, it's hard. It's not easy to be compassionate to yourself in those moments. I just, I try to think of myself as a baby, you know, that just like, you know, shit itself or something, you know, <laughs> I'm crying and, and I need help. I need someone yeah. to change me. You know, this is, life doesn't change that much from that moment. You know, we're still shitting on ourselves in different ways. <laughs> uh and you know making a mess of our lives in different ways and yeah except we don't have the parents to take care of us we we're now the we have ourselves has, yeah exactly our dumbass selves <laughs> yeah so we're making the mess and cleaning it up mm -hmm. you know i feel like the redeeming factor was i went to work and there were some girls that i really like to work with the bartender gave me like some piece of fancy chocolate and she's like, maybe this will make it better. Mm. And my friend Nadia brought me like soup from her house. And I was like, you guys mm. are really so sweet. People, yeah. So, so they were being empathetic to you and your situation. And the bartender gave it to me after the, the chicken or what is it called? <laughs> the mozzarella stick in incident. Cause she was like, it can't get any worse. Just get some, get some food. It's going to be fine. And I was like, there's no, fucking marinara and these taste like shit <laughs> oh my god wow oh, i need to have emergency i need to have, have like emergency snacks because like it was just there was nothing i could have done because i just sprinted out of my house in the clothes that i was like napping in. i didn't even like mm -hmm. yeah i guess the night could have gone worse i could have started like drinking or just yeah i don't know yeah not yeah. not gone to work i mean i made basically no money but hmm but you had a Whatever. good experience with the other women yeah. there. You felt cared for. You know, it's like as we're recording this, this is we're recording this on the day of the new moon in Leo, even though this is something that is, uh, <laughs> you know, people listening to this now, it's like two weeks later. So mm -hmm. uh, and it's just interesting to me because there is all this tension that happens like before the new moon right before the full moon and so it's it's no surprise to me that you had a really tense day on the eve of the new moon because that is when the cycle is closing it's the pressure you know i think we talked about this in the last episode or the episode before where it's like there's there's like these four pressure points with the moon and mm, one yeah, is the did. new moon, one is the full moon, and then the two half moons. The, that brings pressure. So really Damn, try, new moon. Yes. Try to be mindful that, you know, okay, it's the new moon coming. I know it's going to be crunchy. And, and even if it's not, then okay, then it's not. Great. But I'm going to prepare for it to be like a blizzard. I got snowed in. Yeah. I got snowed in. It was an intense day for me too. Like, I mean, really? I just like, I was like, I got to get out of the house. I went for a walk. Like, I don't know how far I walked, but I walked like 15,000 steps. Damn, I, you needed uh, that walk. 
Scott was running away. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you know, I, it was it was like 5:30 and I'm like I'm not coming home until the sun goes down, you know, and I just walk 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 walk. I was I walked so far. And uh yeah, just had my headphones on, listening to music, trying to trying to raise my vibration, Walking my vibe. Is like an antidote like Mm -hmm. i haven't done very much of it this year but the last two years it was so helpful and it's just been too hot for me to walk like and i just haven't i don't know why i haven't been in the headspace but i do feel like walking is like very therapeutic yes that's why i do it like in the evening i mean it's still kind of hot i mean i was sweating but i wasn't like dripping sweat but uh you know it cooled off as the sun got lower and the sun was, you know, just about, it was, the sun was in the eighth house when I, when I started my walk. And by the time I got home, the sun had dropped down into the sixth house. So I was, it was like the full seventh house walk as the sun is setting. And it's really a nice time of night too, that golden hour where yeah. the clouds turn that color where they're just like so expressive and uh yeah this is the tension of the moon the full moon the new moon the half moons they're tense and i feel much better today uh now that the new moon has it's begin its new cycle i feel relieved and you're feeling more relieved than you were yesterday so you know there's something to this and this is why Being we a do human what we do is, here yeah it's like I mean, astrology is really just such a nice reflection to be like, it's not always going to be easy. And when we think it's always going to be easy, it's a ridiculous thing to think. Mm-hmm. It's just like we've tricked ourselves into being like, everything's great all yeah. the time. It's like, <laughs> bitch, no, it's not. You're going to have yeah. a shit day and you're going to have to figure out how to not, you know, tr- snowball effect of exactly. spiraling your whole life out of control because you're having yes. a bad moment. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And How do I contain the damage? Yes. You know? <sighs> yes. Well, what's in store for us this week? Yeah. Well, let's, you know, let's thank our sponsors. Oh, and, yes, please. Uh, please, please, please. And, and I have a couple announcements too, but we want to thank Nicole, Brenna, Kendra, Jasmine, Janelle, Vincent, and Michelle, Clarissa, Aline, Cassie, Merdinas, Brooke. Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Deborah, Haley, and Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. If anyone else would like to donate to the podcast to help support, you can go to the show notes. There's a support link and that's through Spotify. Or if you're on YouTube, we have a super thanks button. Now you can send $2 tips. Uh, you can write us a review. You can rate us five stars. You can purchase the basics of astrology. It's on Amazon. There's a link in the show notes as well. You can rate us or you can you can you can review the basics of astrology on Amazon. Subscribe to mm-hmm. the YouTube channel. We have, I think, 40 subscribers left till we get monetized. So close. I know I'm super <laughs> excited. So thank you everyone for subscribing. Yes. Thank you for watching and sending us your lovely messages. I love getting Instagram notes and messages on YouTube. It feels more connected. It's just me and Scott here, but 
when you guys reach out to us and share your stories and your support and stuff it really like makes our day and our mm. week and it just totally. feels like we're part of the community instead yes. of just sitting in my little closet over here <laughs> yes yes we got a really nice uh review on itunes uh thank you, you know, thank you so much couple couple comments that we got like on spotify yeah yeah so really appreciate your messages and your support i have a class coming out this so this is the week of august 28th to september 3rd and i have a north node class coming up this monday i'm gonna do like specialized north node placement classes not this monday but next monday uh which is labor day september 4th from 4 p.m to 7 p.m pacific i'm teaching a class on the north node in aries libra first house and seventh house so if you're somebody who was born with one of those placements if you were born with the north node in aries or the north node in libra or the north node in the first house or the north node in the seventh house this class is for you it is a very intense we're gonna get deep three-hour class um, the class is going to be small too i'm limiting it to 12 people as of right now there's only three people in the class so if you want me to spend you know special time really digging into your chart and helping you understand the nature of your north node all the planets that are aligned to your north node what that means what it means when certain planets are transiting your north node uh and and really you know connecting with other people in the class that either share your nodal placement or they're the opposite of your nodal placement so maybe somebody in the class struggling with something they can that, teach you a yeah, lot they can when teach you, you. Yes. The, the opposites really yeah they're just like reflections like of each other mm -hmm. yes we were talking exactly. about the rising and the descendant which i hadn't mm -hmm. really heard about the descendant but i'm like oh it makes so much sense yes yes so that's the class uh in order to sign up email me uh and let me know that you're interested in the north node class at uh, scott at the weekly transit.com just email me and we'll get you in the class the class is 175 dollars so email me let me know you want in and if the class isn't full then you'll be in and it will be great to share the knowledge with you i have a second announcement as well this is one of the how do I put this? It's it's one of the fun opportunities that has presented itself to me through doing this podcast it is several months ago, one of our listeners reached out to me and said, I'm writing a series of books that is heavily based in astrology. I'm not an astrologer. Uh, so I wanted to know if I could hire you to edit my books to make sure that it makes sense logically yeah that's cool so, <laughs> it's very cool it's God, very that's cool. right up your alley that's I all know. of your things that you're good at <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun uh working with te tran that's the name of the author amazingly uh talented individual 
who has written these books. It's called the 12 pointed star saga. Uh, the first book is out or you can pre-order the book on Amazon. I'm going to put the links to the book and to the website of the author in the show notes, but take a look at the cover here. Like, doesn't this look amazing? Um, the wow. artwork and everything. The first this book is, is cool Virgo. Fuck. What? Yeah. The first Damn, book is bitch. Virgo. This yes. is cool. <laughs> so I've read I've read Virgo, Libra, and Scorpio. And with each book, I just get more invested with this main character, Jasmine, and her journey of of this saga it is a saga i mean it feels like a game of thrones type of thing where you know you're there's all these different characters and it's like takes place in this dysphoria of society that uh there was some great event that happened uh that i'm not too clear on yet because you know it's like teasing your way through the book but uh some event happened and and since that event, like this society has been split into sub factions of the society that are all people that live in each faction or of the signs. So like you're a Virgo, Ingrid, you okay, would live in the Virgo city. A little Hunger Games-esque, which yeah, exactly. I'm super into. Yes, exactly. It's like that. It's so, like Hunger Games. <laughs> cool. Okay, put a link in that. Well, I need to read these immediately. I need something fun. <laughs> something fun that like feels nourishing, which reading is like right up my alley. And th this is fun. This is, is like this is like a young adult series. Yes, you know? I love it's, young Yeah, yeah the YE is Easy great. read. Yeah, easy read. So I'll put the link in the show notes. Yes. I encourage everyone who's listening to uh to pre-order your book or if the books are available now then just order one but uh, it's fun it's entertaining it gets into astrology and there's just such great lore uh te tran has just done a great job of like creating this interesting backstory this very intriguing backstory that keeps you interested in wanting to know like what happened now what's going to happen you know how did society become like this where everybody split into different signs and then you're following this main character who has like you know some psychic abilities i don't want to give away too much but yes i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna read it cool i'm in the cool. i'm in the market for a good read yes awesome Awesome, Ingrid. So let's uh, move into the week, shall we? Yeah, let's go. So I... Let's go there. Yes, yes. So I fucked up. <gasps> Scott, I, 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 you did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here, okay, hold on a second. I need to change. I just realized no. I fucked up on this slide right now, and I need <laughs> to change it real quick. Uh, hold on a See, second. See, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be laughing at ourselves. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the only way to be sane with you know, your mistakes in life. I mean, I make mistakes all the time. And especially when I make mistakes on this show and I know that like thousands of people are listening and I'm like, oh God. So I didn't mention this one thing that I should have mentioned in the last episode, but I didn't 
because I forgot or I didn't forget. I just overlooked idiot, it. Scott, beat yourself yeah, up. I'm so beat dumb. yourself up I'm for so us. Dumb. I was beating myself up last night. I'm like, how did no. I miss this? You know, the no. sun opposing Saturn. So the sun, the giver of light, life and vitality uh, in the mutable earth sign symbolized by the virgin Virgo opposing Saturn the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish, Pisces. This opposition was occurring at its strongest point yesterday, Sunday, August 28th or August 27th, which should have been in our last episode, I but I was too busy just focusing on Mars moving into Libra, but it's still in effect right now so when you think about this this is this is kind of what we've been talking about on the top here ingrid where you know taking that very critical analytical look at yourself recognizing all the things that you've done wrong in your life each and every day that you continue to do wrong and showing your committing to doing the work required to show yourself compassion (sighs) despite the criticism to be empathetic to others that are involved and to have faith that every stupid move that you're making is somehow in some way in your highest good. That there is a greater purpose to it. I told one of my friends and she was like, well, maybe if you would have went to this class, you would have like, you know, broke your knee or pinched your neck or whatever the thing is that would be like the most devastating. Like maybe you needed a night to not do that. You know, it's just like, you never know. You never know what's happening or the car accident or. (sighs) Exactly. Exactly. And also the lesson of making sure, even though you want to do more fun things or make more money, you need to be more realistic about your time. If you have a big day, maybe you need to not do the fun thing or not make the extra money because then you're day is going to be derailed so mm-hmm. being more mindful with my time even just when you're saying this about sometimes i forget that saturn is like the god of wealth and time mm-hmm. like being yes. responsible with your time and like yes. that's something that's yes. something right there yes absolutely because what is what has more value than time nothing you know, time is worth more than money it is your so. time is also freedom you know <laughs> mm yes freedom to do what you want that's the thing that i was thinking about yesterday when i was on the walk i was like i'm so grateful that i have the time to just go on a walk for like two and a half three hours i mean i'm so grateful that i can do this and that was me showing myself compassion now the the second big alignment for today is uranus the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull Taurus begins its retrograde transit. So there are now, let's see how many planets are retrograde right now. There's, so we've got Mercury, Venus, uh, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Chiron, and Pluto. Seven planets. Damn, that's so much. Seven planets. Well, now we're here learning our lessons, you know, revisiting something we thought we learned our lesson, but we fucking didn't. And now we're we're getting tested. Yes. In all these areas. And there's a lot of stagnation. And that creates frustration. And that's when we start spinning out because 
things aren't moving as quickly as we want them to. We're in this place of discomfort and we need to, we need to take some time to reflect upon the discomfort and the challenge that we're experiencing here rather than uh, try to push forward in an area that's not able to move at this point in time. What's really interesting about Uranus retrograde is that Uranus moved into its retrograde shadow on May 12th of 2023. It begins its retrograde now on August 28th. The retrograde ends for Uranus on January 26th. 2024 and Uranus moves out of its retrograde shadow exactly one year to the day that it moved into its retrograde shadow, May 12th, 2024. So Uranus moved into its retrograde shadow on May 12th, 2023. It moves out of its retrograde shadow on May 12th, 2024. So this year period if you have any planets that are in earth signs, water signs, or fixed signs that are between 19 to 23 degrees, or even you could say 17, 18, or 24, 25 degrees, then you are getting hit with this energy in a direct way. And if you're curious to know more about what that means for you, I encourage you to contact me for a reading at theweeklytransit.com. But this all boils down to financial independence. Uranus is the, the planet of independence, and Taurus is the sign of finance. It represents values. What do you value? What is the status of your self-worth? That's the focus of this energy. It's resetting your frequency so that you are valuing whatever is most important to you that is going to give you the greatest independence. Like when you talk about time, Time, having time is independence. So if you're rushing around trying to make all this money because you need to spend it on certain things, but these certain things, like you don't necessarily value these things. Like, do you really need everything that you're spending your money on? If so, great. If not, then maybe you're wasting your time yeah. working on making money for things that you don't really value. Yes. Wow. Maybe you lead, you need less money and you'll have more time, which maybe you value that freedom more if you're not spending it on things that you were unnecessary to make the money with in the first place. Totally. And, and a flip side to think of that is also, do you value what you do to make your money? Because a lot of times people that spend their money in areas that they don't really value are also making their money doing something they don't really value. Reevaluate everything. Reevaluate everything. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 You know, how you're making your money, how you're spending your money. Exactly. You won't feel like maybe you have a frivolous spending habit. If you're like happier in how you're making your money, you'll feel more fulfilled. So you're not seeking some sort of external material things to make you feel good temporarily yes. to numb yes. 
the discomfort. Exactly. Numbing the discomfort. So this is the, the long transit of Uranus. It's thorough. Literally for a year, it's either at 19, 20, 21, 22, or 23, five degrees for a year. It's at five degrees. So that's giving everyone who has key points or planets in water signs, earth signs, or fixed signs at those degrees a wake-up call in terms of their values. So moving on to Tuesday... August 29th, we see one of those other retrograde planets, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, Leo, opposing the moon, the planet of emotions in the fixed air sign symbolized by the water bearer, Aquarius. So Venus retrograde opposing the moon, Venus in Leo, the moon in Aquarius. So the moon in Aquarius is bringing that emotional sensitivity to the group context, the organization, the club, the community, while Venus in Leo is bringing a sensory awakening to what you enjoy at a heart level. For Ingrid, it's not mozzarella sticks at the strip club that she enjoys. That's that's not something that enlivens her five physical senses in a positive way. So, so, but you leaned upon your community, the other girls, the other women. And I got chocolate. Yeah, exactly. They were like, we know, we know you are not. Yeah, this is not your vibe. We we're gonna help you. Yeah, my community was definitely like supporting my yeah my sensory needs to have mm-hmm. things that taste delicious. Like yes. I need something to redeem this moment, and it needs to be fancy chocolate. <laughs> totally, and it so was really you, sweet. When you think about this opposition, and opposition is tension because we're opposing each other, but there's also support. Because it's air and fire. Fire raises the air. Air fuels the fire. So today, really think about what is happening within your heart, in your close personal relationships with regards to your five physical senses and the emotional expression or experience that you're having within the community or the group. I'm wondering also if it's like being able to see other people and accept them for who they are like maybe Mm. other people are like just eat your fucking shitty mozzarella sticks stop being a brat you know and it's like vice versa if i know someone something is bothering somebody it's something that's important to them i'm like okay like let's get this person what they need like maybe it's not important to me but it's important to them like being compassionate of the differences we all have in our uh in our like yeah our sensory input of like Mm. what is important to us to feel good i love that I love that reflection. I mean, thinking back, actually, like this girl that I was friends with that I'm like not really friends with anymore. One of the issues was like, I always have a temperature issue. I'm always too Mm -hmm. hot or too cold. So I'm constantly turning the air on, turning the air off, opening the window. And she's just like, why are you so annoying? And I'm like, I, 
you're annoyed. I'm annoyed that I'm like this. I don't want to have a fucking constant temperature change, but it was always like some weird contention point that like, I was like really like sensitive to temperature. Yes. I'm like, well, that's just how I am. Why do you care? Like, I'm the one that's dealing have, with this problem. <laughs> yeah. You have your own air conditioning in the car on your side of the car. Chill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just, you know, having people that are compassionate and appreciate you for who you are. Yes, exactly. Oh, and okay. I have another thing. What? We were having, I think I might've said we were having like some issues, like in our dynamic when we were shooting this music video all of a sudden Chris starts screaming shade because it's hot and he can't see the monitor and everyone's laughing because that's an insane thing to say. He's just like, shade! So I'm trying to like shade his eyeballs and he has like sensory issues with his ears. So like never touch his ear. Mm. And of course I was like trying to shade it. And of course I put my hand like right next to his ear to try to like, and he's like, my ear, my ear. And I'm just like, oh my <laughs> gosh. I knew that was gonna, I, I already knew that was gonna happen. Like I felt bad. But, you know, just being like, okay, he's having, he's too hot. His ears getting touched. He's having a full meltdown. You know, we're all able to like laugh about it because it's like, okay, well, what are we going to get mad at him? He's just, yeah. he doesn't feel good. He doesn't feel good. And then I touched his ear. <laughs> so does he get, does he have issues with getting too hot or too cold and needing to Open the window, close the window, turn no, on the air. Turn he's just, the air. No. no, he just always wants it to be freezing. He has like the loudest fan mm. you've ever heard, mm. which then creates issues for me because I'm like sensitive to sound. I'm just like, oh my God, it's too loud. And he's like, it's too hot. I need the fan. It's like, wow. <sighs> always like a compromise of being like, okay, can we turn the fan off? Because I need to rest from all this fucking fan noise. And he's just always too hot. And he yeah. needs to be cold. It's so interesting to me just because like, you know, yeah, you were born like a week apart, you and Chris, and then Gabriella was born like a month later. And oh, she also Gabriella has, is so sensitive. She also has issues with like, you know, it's, I'm too hot. Now I'm too cold. You know, it's like the air is on <laughs> or now the windows are open. Now we need to close the windows. It's just like I always constantly. love hearing about Gabriella because I feel so connected to her. It's oh, I'm always like, yeah, I know. It's like, God, it's so annoying. And you're over there being like, yeah, it is annoying because she's always... <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i mean even just this conversation of being able to you know find these differences and you're like oh yeah someone else does that and that annoys it's just it's hilarious honestly what else are we gonna do but to laugh about how being it. human is so irritating all the there's always something if you can't laugh at yourself then you're fucked yeah you are you're totally seriously fine. you have to be able to laugh at yourself okay <gasps> shall we move on to yeah. Wednesday, my freaking birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to oh say something, but... Uh... <laughs> the full moon in Pisces, great. Great. Yes, this it's... is not a good day, guys. <laughs> no, it is a good day, Ingrid. Yeah. It is a good oh, day. It's God, your birthday. I'm scared. It's I'm scared. Ingrid's, it's Ingrid's birthday. Everyone, send Ingrid messages. Send her your love. It's the full moon in Pisces on your birthday. So I think that like the... The lead up, like the days before the birthday might be more intense, but then by the time you get to the actual birthday, you know, this, this full moon is happening at, it happens at 6.36 PM Pacific time. That's when it's going to be at, at its fullest capacity. 
And so That's hopefully by then, hopefully by then, like you're, you'll have the release. The meltdown happens before, and <sighs> this will be the the release here. So everything that you know. So let's just break this down. Like it's the sun in Virgo. I love this happening on a Wednesday because Wednesday is is the day of Mercury. Mercury is the planet that that rules Virgo. So that feels serendipitous to me. Uh, and then the moon opposing it in Pisces, it's seven degrees. Uh, if you want to know how the next moon cycle will be affecting you directly, Enroll in my moon cycle classes at theweeklytransit.com where we will be discussing the next moon cycle so you can learn what this means for you. But thinking about this moon cycle, this full moon, go back to like what we're talking about earlier about the new moon in Leo. So the new moon in Leo was about setting your intentions to open your heart because Leo rules the heart. And so setting your intentions to open your heart. How do you know the heart's open? The heart's open when you're laughing, when you're creating, when you're playing, when you're having fun. Setting your intentions to do all those things, therefore, then also to be loyal to those who encourage your creativity and respect your sovereignty. Setting your intentions to embrace your sovereignty, to recognize that you are a unique individual and your heart is special because it's yours. It's unique. No one else can express themselves exactly the way that you can. And that's a gift to everyone else. So you want to surround yourself with those who are truly appreciating you just as Ingrid's friends or coworkers were appreciating her with the chocolate and the soup after the, the hard day that she had had. But the release, the full moon, Pisces is mutable water, and it's symbolized by the fish. The fish are very intuitive creatures. So Pisces is about intuition. When you think of water, the ocean, which Pisces rules, it's dream. Like what? What's really going on in there? It's like a whole other world. It's it's more takes up more space on our planet than the land does. So we don't know half of what's going on in that ocean. So it's dreams and fantasy and manifestation. And so thinking about the sun in Virgo, you want to release any criticisms that you have about yourself that are preventing you from opening your heart. You want to release any, any sorts of... Um, Feelings of guilt, shame, regret, or blame that are holding you back from opening your heart. Because Pisces is the unconscious, and the unconscious is where our demons exist. The demons are the ones that carry our psychological baggage, the guilt, the shame, the regret, the blame. And so it's about opening your heart to your demons and loving them and releasing their fears and anxieties and their guilt and their shame because they're just accumulating that to protect you. But you tell them that we don't need to be protected because the only thing that can truly protect me is an open heart because an open heart is strong and an open heart cannot be broken because it is strong. So I'm going to release the guilt. I'm going to release the fear, the blame, the regret, the shame. I'm releasing that so that I can open my heart. And then 
really get my life organized and manifest what I want, manifest my dreams. That's this full moon on Ingrid's birthday. You know, I really like forgot about the the compassion piece of Pisces for a moment because I was first thinking, okay, the sun in Virgo looking into our subconscious, just like picking things apart, like that's going to go bad. That's mm-hmm. just like so critical. So reminding ourselves uh, to have, I mean, we've been talking about it, but like, yeah reminding ourselves to have compassion for whatever we find in there. It's like, yeah, we need to be poking around, looking in the dark corners to see what is lingering in here. We're cleaning house. We're cleaning Mm -hmm. it out. And that's a good thing. Like that should feel good. You're going to feel lighter. You have to look at those shitty things and be like, okay, I don't need this anymore. This feels good to let this go. Mm. That's it. That's it. Such a great birthday for you, Ingrid, to be this full moon. Yes. I need to clear some shit out. Yes, and so much compassion for yourself because the full moon is going to be opposing your sun. So it's going to be bringing that compassionate illumination of the emotional moon into your identity so that you can look at all the things that you've done where you're just like, I'm such an idiot, I'm so dumb. No, I'm not. I'm perfect. I am The virgin, the virgin is about perfection and I am perfect the way that I am. And that's something that we need to embody each and every one of us within ourselves. It doesn't mean that you can't improve. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that you've done in the past that you wish you'd do differently, but it's understanding that in every moment of your life, you are perfect because you are showing those around you something that they can only see about themselves through you in the way that you're showing it to them right now. So moving on to Thursday, August 31st, the moon continues through Pisces and forms a positive sextile to Uranus in Taurus. So this again is looking at uh, that financial independence, independence within the material, showing yourself compassion for whatever you find. Oh, I haven't been dealing with my money in the right way. I'm so upset at myself. Okay, show yourself compassion. Manifest what you want for your future, that I am going to be more discerning about what I value and why I value what I value, how I'm making my money, where I'm spending my money so that I manifest what I truly want for my life. I mean, that Uranus is about a revolution. So actually making a change, it's like recognizing having compassion for it by actually making the change in your life that makes it, you know, different. It's going to be, don't do things the same way you've always done them. And then exactly. What are you going to regret? You learned something about yourself and then you changed it. Yes. That is it. That is it. Ingrid. Awesome. Friday, September 1st. The moon has transited onto the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries, opposing Mars, the god of war, the the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, the planetary ruler of Aries, but opposing the moon in the sign that it rules from the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales, Libra. So... Mars transiting through Libra, opposing the moon in Aries, 
heating things up here, some tension. There could be some explosiveness to the emotions that translate into relationships. Yeah. You know, maybe some of the frustration boils over due to some indecisiveness that you're having about your relationships, which way to go. Mars and Libra, no you know, boy. can create some indecisiveness with all action. Uh, or I don't know whether to go this way or that way. Just pick a way. And maybe it's the wrong way, but uh, it was the right way because you learned something from going the way that you went. Just making the choice is what needs to happen. And the moon in Aries could be just the thing that kind of pops you and pushes you in a potentially uncomfortable way to making a choice. I mean, I think that's necessary. I think I suffer from a lot of like indecision and sometimes it is, it's like something has to, something has to happen to be like, okay, this is it. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I need some, some inciting incident to push me in a direction so I can, yeah, make a move. Yes. Well, that indecision, (laughs) that indecision, Ingrid is your South node (sighs) in Libra, Mm -hmm. which is part of what we'll be be discussing in the class that I'm going to be teaching because your North node is in Aries, your South node in Libra. That's, these are the people that, that struggle with indecisiveness where you just need to make a decision. Don't think about it. Don't weigh the pros and cons. So that's a little bit. I spent my whole life weighing the pros and cons. It's ridiculous. Exactly. So that's what we'll be discussing in the advanced North node class on September 4th, that Monday, moving on to September 2nd, Saturday here, September 2nd, the moon in Aries continuing on, forming a positive trine to Venus in Leo. So this is having the courage to open your heart and authentically express your emotions in your close personal relationships. Where I'm not thinking about what I'm saying or what I'm doing. I'm just following my heart. My there's heart like is ease. clear. Yeah, yes. there's an ease about that. You're open-hearted, you're being direct, your emotions are being communicated to the people that you love. Mm -hmm. Yes, all of these things feel good. It feels good to share what's on your heart with the people you're in relationships. Yes, an open heart is a bold heart because a bold heart has no question about what they want. They know it very, very clearly. Yeah, they know. Yes, it's like the the people that they're with know too. Exactly. It's like the lion roars and you know it's the lion. You're not like, oh, that's a... What was that? Did I hear something? Yeah. No, that's a lion. It's very clear. You know what it wants. So moving on to Sunday, September 3rd, Venus Direct. I mean, that's kind of more of that same type of energy, right? Like... Well, yes, it's open-heartedness. Yes. But the key note here is that Venus is now direct. It's no longer retrograde, but it is stagnant. It's just stationed here, just sitting here at 12 degrees for several days. So now there's, there's only six planets that are retrograde now, but don't worry. It's kind of like it's come out of its shadow, right? When it's gone direct. No, no, no. It's still in its shadow. It doesn't come out of it. Direction. Okay. It's going to be moving forward, and it's not till it gets to 25 degrees in 
Leo that it's so out it's, of it or 28 degrees in Leo that it gets out of its shadow. So that's not until October oh, 7th. So, so that's a just, full month away. So I just noticed something that I didn't notice before. So, cause mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's not in retrograde though. Cause it's not red anymore. Yes. So it's technically not in retrograde cause it's moving forward, but it's still behind where it would have been. So it's still that type of energy. Anyways, I just noticed that it, I thought exactly. that the retrograde the retrograde area, even though it's moving forward, I guess I didn't like put those two pieces together, like in terms of the retrograde technically being over, but being Retro- behind. Yes. Retrograde is over, but we're, we're 16 degrees behind where the retrograde began. So it's not, we're that's why, you know, we're talking about September 3rd. Mercury or Venus doesn't move out of its retrograde shadow until October 7th. So we've got another full month of Venus transiting through Leo in the same places that it's already transited two times before this third time where it's transiting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, basically Venus is at 12 degrees from August 28th all the way until. August 28th to September 10th. So that's 28, 29, 30, 31. So that's, that's two weeks. Venus is at 12 degrees for two weeks. So if you have any key astral, if you have any planets that are in fire signs, air signs, or fixed signs that are at or around 12 degrees, then you could be experiencing some challenges in your relationships. And again, if you're unclear about that, contact me for a reading, schedule a reading at theweeklytransit.com. But this is this is more heart-opening energy. And if you have uh if you have a planet at 12 degrees, then you are being called to open your heart in that area. For instance, You know, like I was born with Mercury at 12 degrees in Scorpio. So I really, I'm going to be going through this two week period, a really difficult time potentially of learning to be a better communicator of my heart Mm. in my most intimate karmic relationships. Oh no. (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited about this. This is awesome. (laughs) Hooray. So, uh, Anyway, Venus moved into its retrograde shadow on June 19th. So where Venus is right now, Ingrid, is where it was on June 19th. Okay. So September 3rd, where Venus is, is where it was on June 19th. The retrograde began on July 22nd. It's ending today. It moves out of its retrograde shadow on October 7th. And so now there's only six planets that are retrograde, but don't worry because in next week's episode, we'll More be retrograde. talking about the seventh planet that is going to be retrograde because tomorrow, Monday, September 4th is when Jupiter begins its retrograde transit, Damn. but we'll get into that uh, next week. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Scott, for all your insight. You're and welcome, Ingrid. I'll see you next week. Yes. I'll see you next week. And I hope you have a great birthday week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. 
Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.